0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. Um, I'm so excited for today's video. I'm basically just going to go over some tips for environmental sustainability, how to be nicer to the planet, and just random things that have helped me become more conscious of my carbon footprint and just my impact on the planet in general. Um, I feel like for me, a big part of becoming more sustainable has just been to feel less of that cognitive dissonance and just feel like I'm more in line with my values as a whole um, and just kind of aligning my daily actions to how I want to impact the planet and how I want to live and um, yeah just that bigger picture type of thing and then just to start off I just want to kind of put a disclaimer over all of this that there's no need to be perfect and Really, when it comes down to it, we can only do our part, and in the end, it's really up to the multi-billionaire corporations like Amazon and everything like that that are really going to swing and change the course of action for our planet. So we can just do what we can in our day-to-day lives um, to try to make an impact in that way, and some of these tips might be redundant if you've already watch or listen to different tips like this before like you don't want to hear it over and over again like to get a reusable water bottle but I hope some of these tips are new for you guys and I hope some of them can help. So um, I'm just gonna divide all the tips into different like locations like bathroom, closet, kitchen, all that fun stuff. So to start um I'm just gonna talk about like when you're on the go. So when you're you know shopping out about in the city <laughs> um, you can always take what I love to do is take Tupperware around in my backpack so that if I ever go out with friends I can get leftovers that way and not feel bad about having like a styrofoam container or something I don't always remember of course but um, that definitely helps bringing around water bottles maybe an extra hydro flask or an empty mason jar if you want to get like a coffee Or to go smoothie or something like that. Um, Carrying around silverware is a good tip so that you don't have to use the plastic kind. Um, And then trying to drive and fly less. This one's really tough because I just love traveling and I don't know it's just a lot easier to drive especially because I'm from Phoenix so um, it just makes more sense to drive. It's really hot out so like Biking isn't always possible and public transport isn't as readily available, Um, but in some towns it's more available, in college towns for sure, Um, so just being conscious of that and seeing how you can opt for public transport over, or biking or walking, over driving everywhere. Um, And then for flying, I've started um, basically making donations to this site. It's called MindfulFlights.com and it offsets the carbon footprint for the miles and distance that you flew. So it's just a way to feel a little bit better and feel like you're offsetting that impact that you're making by flying. Um, And then just using, like reusing anything in your life, whether it be a plastic container from sour cream or something, I don't know, yogurt, I don't know. Or just trying to reuse random glass bottles from kombucha or whatever it might be can be a really good tactic. And a hard part with that is it becomes a little bit of a habitual like hoarding thing where you're like, well, I might use this for something sometime. But just like being mindful about it and knowing that like you might not be able to reuse everything. And then in that case, maybe try to terra cycle it or recycle it um and then let's move on to the bathroom this one is really tough (laughs) I've been trying to go zero waste or just more low waste lifestyle for about two years now and wait has it been yeah like two years and this is the one thing that I'm still struggling with a little bit I have curly hair and like I mean it shouldn't be a problem but just like finding good shampoo bars is really tough good conditioner bars to like detangle my hair and stuff and I've heard from other people that it's really hard too like hair products normally aren't too big of an issue but like they come in such big plastic bottles you know so that's something I'm still working on and I'm honestly still using up like a plastic bottle and then I'm shifting over to um, shampoo bar and a conditioner bar But um, using body soap in a bar is really simple and like not a big deal or face wash in a bar. Um, And then for skin products, there are some really really good brands that use glass packaging. And I really love Youth to the People. It's kind of pricey, but they put everything in glass bottles. There's lots of different zero-waste companies like that that usually use like either metal or glass, and I can link some in the show notes below. Um, I feel like skincare has been really tough for me too, just because um, I've dealt with different like acne journey experiences over the past two years, and so it was like, oh, like this is really working for me. For a while I was using like African black soap in a bar form, and I would cut it up, and then I would put it in a glass um, with water so that it would be like liquid and easy to use um, and that was pretty good. I would suggest that actually if you don't if you have like combination or oily skin that's really nice. It was a little bit too drying for me um, but it's it's a really good one and it's like really cheap too. Using shea butter as moisturizer is my favorite thing ever. It's, it's so good like even in really really dry climates and um, low humidity climates, it's really nice. Um, and then for facial oils like rosehip, seed, a lot of times those will come in glass for a little bit pricier, um, but it's totally worth it. My next tip is just to overall become more conscious of what you actually need and love when it comes to products for hair and makeup and all that stuff. Um, And just, like, realizing that the industry wants you to think that you need, like, toner, like, oil, cleansing oil, all of these things, like, so many different steps in your routine and, like, all these different sheet masks and everything, like, but it's not actually necessary. Same with makeup. It's, like, you can double, you can use things for multiple purposes, like, I'll use my bronzer on my eyelids or, like, you can use your blush on your eyelids or something random, you know? Um, when it comes to makeup, I've literally had the same makeup since, well, yeah, since 2017 is when I, like, bought my own, like, blush and bronzer and all that stuff. So I've had the same makeup for forever, honestly, but last year I did invest in getting, a. Uh, a mascara bar basically it's like it's called cake mascara i can put it in the show notes but it's by besame cosmetics and it's really cool because you can just reuse like a plastic brush that you have from an old mascara and then dip it in water or like put it under the sink and then you just rub it into the cake it's like a it's like a soap bar kind of consistency and then it becomes the mascara and then literally it's lasted me the entire year and a half that I've had it and it's like there's barely a dent in it so I feel like it's gonna last me a really really long time it was $25 which is more than most mascaras but like before in high school I would be buying a new mascara like once a month because I just like loved it and I always wanted it fresh you know so I feel like that's a really good swap and when it comes to reusable things like cotton rounds you can get fabric cotton rounds or you can use washcloths my favorite method is just doing like oil cleansing to get off makeup and then wiping it off with a hot washcloth because I feel like makeup wipes it's just ridiculous like it's a whole it's just so much waste you know um but I feel like stuff like that can be hard to transition for sure if you're used to like a certain beauty routine so just be patient with yourself and everything. Um, and then let's move on to the closet. This is a really big problem. <laughs> Fast fashion is just a really big problem. And I didn't realize until like three years ago or four years ago, I started getting into minimalism and like finding out how much your consumption can impact the planet and how much waste and just like ethically fashion is just ridiculous it's a really scary industry at the moment and has been for years but it's just been not exposed at all to the public so um i think becoming aware of that is really important i suggest watching the true cost it's on netflix and it's a documentary all about fast fashion when it comes to clothes um i would suggest getting second hand. I mean, thrifting is more fun anyways. And since we can't thrift in person right now, I really suggest looking on Poshmark, Depop, ThredUp. Um, They're all like sites and apps that you can get. I suggest Depop. I just feel like it's more on trend and there's cuter stuff on there. Some of it is more expensive, but you can find good stuff on there for cheap. And you can literally search exactly for what you want, which I love. Like you'll s- search like black mom jeans and like 20 come up, you know, in your size and you can adjust the searching and everything. And so that's super nice because if you were thrifting, like, you wouldn't be able to find exactly what you need. You're kind of just like finding whatever is there and whatever you see. So that's a really fun thing. Um, And I feel like for things like underwear, workout clothes can be tough to thrift, um, different stuff like that. If If you can't find it secondhand, you can always... Um, get it from more sustainable companies. I'll link some in the show notes as well. I feel like that one's really tough, personally, just because I haven't really had, yeah, I haven't had the budget to support sustainable companies like Everlane or, uh, Reformation or anything like that. because uh, it'll be, you know, $200 for one dress kind of thing. So, if you're not in the place to afford that either, um... I would suggest just trying to use what you have and if you don't have access to a sewing machine or can't sew, you can always take it to a tailor if you want something to fit you better or if there's like a hole or, you know, you need to upcycle clothing in some way. Um, that's something that I've been really loving doing recently and I realize not everyone sews. It's like honestly a trip, (laughs) but, um upcycling clothes to make them cuter like i'll like crop it or change the sleeve up a little bit change the neckline a little bit to make it more trendy or fit me better that's really fun um and then honestly with this one as well just i said the same thing for toiletries but just trying to rule out what you don't need or trying to figure out how to consume less and realize that you know like trends are always going to be shifting and it's all going to be crazy, you know, like you can't really keep up with it. So just trying to not fall into that consumerist trap and just realize like to cherish what you have and love what you have. And I like to do the one in, one out rule where like when you want a new pair of shoes, for example, you have to get rid of one of your shoes. So like if I want these this pair of sandals, I'll donate a different pair of sandals or something like that. And you can also, I really want to do this. I haven't done this since, like, high school. But you can also try doing, like, a clothes swap with your friends. And, like, you all just bring them together. And, well, that's not possible right now. But bring them all together. And it's super fun because something that you don't even think is that cute anymore because you've just worn it out and you're just over it, someone else will love so much. So that's super fun. Okay, next, let's move to the kitchen so when it comes to shopping I'm gonna start with grocery store stuff when it comes to that I like to bring cloth bags to like put fruit and vegetables in and honestly before I didn't have any cloth bags like before I went for it and bought some I would just like put all the stuff in my cart without any bags and then I would put it onto the um, conveyor belt without any bags and like it's not a big deal you know like they'll just they'll work with you and it's really not a big deal and then you can just put it in your bag when you're done bringing a reusable cloth bag is super good you won't realize like how much the plastic bags bags add up like you think it's not a big deal but then you're home and there's like 30 you know it's like what do I do with these but um And then just, like, looking around the grocery store for things that might be in less packaging than you would normally gravitate towards. So you might, like, normally buy salad mixes in bags, but then you can opt for package-free kale and spinach and greens and everything like that. And then, like, looking for peanut butter in a glass jar instead of a plastic jar. And then, like, buying stuff in cans instead of buying it in plastic bags um, can go a long way and really make a difference. Because you can always, if you don't have a use for the glass jar, you can always recycle it. You can always recycle the cans. So then it's just a lot more low waste that way. And I feel like once you get into the hang of kind of eyeing out the items and being aware of what things you can get low waste and what things you don't actually need to buy. Like in the beginning I was, kind of overwhelmed because I was like oh I want to buy tofu but like I can't find it zero waste and like how will I make it and all this stuff but like you can just substitute that with something more low waste like chickpeas or something like from bulk sections you know so understanding that you can just substitute is really good and then You've probably been waiting for this one because it's huge and it's something that everyone talks about all the time, but cutting out animal products in your diet will go such a long way and change so much about your impact. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to go vegetarian or, v- or vegan cold turkey because that can be really hard, um, especially like if you're not used to like cooking vegetables and stuff, but it will honestly just make you more healthy in general as well. Um, And just being more conscious, like maybe trying to do Meatless Mondays or whatever it may be, or um, no meat at lunch and breakfast, and then like you can have meat at dinner or something like that. And then you can just slowly win yourself off of it. Um, A really good documentary for this one is called What the Health. It honestly, it's crazy. (laughs) It'll really open your mind up to how insane the animal industry is and how much pollution it creates but enough about that I could go on with that forever but um the next thing about the kitchen is starting a compost bin and this one's really hard because it's just not everyone has a backyard where they can just like dig a hole and throw it in so like if you live in an apartment I suggest finding a compost drop-off near you because a lot of nurseries and farms would love to take your food scraps so if you just you know get a bag or a Tupperware container and put all your food scraps in that throughout the week. You can also freeze it because then it won't, like, go stinky or gross on you. And then you can bring it to the compost bin, like, on Sundays or whatever. So it doesn't have to be hard. But food waste just being trapped in plastic bags, like trash bags and landfills, can really create greenhouse gases, which I think is something not everyone realizes, and they just, like, pollute the air, fill up the landfills, it's just no bueno. And also you can use the compost like if you do have a house like to help your grass grow better, help different plants. You can use it in soil for your succulents or your herbs or something. Um, And then also lastly for the kitchen, just becoming conscious of different stuff you can use like as reusable sources rather than throwaway stuff like plastic bags, paper towels, stuff like that. Instead you can use Tupperware containers, mason jars to store food. Um, For paper towels I would just like use rags. Paper towels are so convenient but like not really necessary. So yeah. And then lastly, um, I'm just going to do a few last tips, this has been pretty long. But thank you for sticking around. Um, So just this one's really tough, but not supporting mass corporations like Amazon and like different big companies like that. And instead opting to shop local and or just shopping more sustainable companies can be really good. And like, honestly, I'm a hypocrite, like I do it too, but I just think that this would really change the way that we are as a society and, like, how we can shift shift our mindset to become more of a voting with our dollar type of thing. Like, we believe that these corporations are not good for anything, so then we should vote with our dollar and understand that we can make an impact, though it may be small, kind of thing. Um, and then I would also say just, like, being an example, I feel like I've always thought that I would just come off really pushy if I ever brought it up to friends or kind of talked about it. So I haven't really, to be honest. Um, but, like, if they're interested or they ask me about, like, why I'm vegetarian, like, I'll tell them. But I just don't want to come off, like, this is the only right way. Like, I'm, I am don't want to come off self-righteous kind of thing. Um But I think just being an example, you don't even have to talk to them about it. Just like being an example of using your reusable cup or doing these different things or telling them about how you thrifted like all your clothes for the past year or whatever or going thrifting with them can be a huge impact on people's lives and help them understand how simple and beautiful it can be to live sustainably. So, And then lastly, make your voice be heard. You know, like, reach out to local restaurants and tell them how much, a, much of a difference they can make by shifting over to more sustainable takeout packaging or more sustainable cutlery. Or um, you can reach out to different local fashion businesses or clothing brands and just tell them, like, how much you would love to support them more if they, you know, made that switch and how that can make such a bit big impact because they might just like not even be aware of it um and that might just really shift their thinking that way so it's totally okay if like some of these aren't inaccessible to you or not possible for you in this time in your life just like making the changes slowly and being patient with yourself and understanding that it's such a long process like there's no way to be truly truly zero waste but I think it's really special to Try to be that way and try to just lower your impact in different areas of your life. I might suggest just starting with one area. Um, I started with toiletries for sure, which I'm still struggling with, but um, just shifting over to like a bamboo toothbrush to start and then finding like little tooth tabs for toothpaste next. And then next time, like basically what I did to start was Every time I ran out of something that I normally would buy in plastic, I would look, or like if I was going to run out soon, I would look for zero waste alternatives. So then it shifts over slowly and you're not wasting the stuff that you already have in plastic by like throwing it away just so that like you can start on your zero waste lifestyle because it looks so perfect online, you know, and it looks so like cute with all the little plants and all the little glass packaging but like don't try to force that so quickly just do it slowly and like I said like as you run out of something or as you realize that this could be possible for you like you run out of paper towels so then you figure out a way to move forward more sustainably so that's a way to go about it just so it's like more slow and simple of a process and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope it wasn't too crazy but i hope it helped you in some way and inspired you in some way i love you all so much thank you for joining me today and have a beautiful week bye